Wow, are you serious? I've I've never heard of that. Really? Nah, you're you're out of your flipping mind. This is fine. I can eat this. Yeah, stop bothering me. Yeah, leave me alone. Bright lights, you are out there. Yes, the Sanguine community, you are bright lights, you are hope. During dark and tumultuous times, you are the example of what believers in Jesus are. Thank you for being the bright lights, and welcome to the Sanguine Podcast with Tom Baldwin, the dude, the man, the mystery, the conundrum. (laughs) The dude is locked up on a Sunday in Bozeman, no, Belgrade, Montana. We don't, well, I like Bozeman, but I like Belgrade better because it's snowy, rainy, miserable, dreary after we came off some weather that was just absolutely gorgeous, Montana. So he's a little stir crazy and a little wound up and warning, yeah, he's probably off the rails today. So it might be a really good podcast for you. It might be a really awful podcast, and it might be somewhere in between. We never know with him. He's sort of unpredictable, like, uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Stop with the self-deprecation, Tom. No, really? Let's go the other direction. I'm pretty dang awesome, and you would be privileged to know me. And those of you that are my friends, you're hugely privileged. And, uh, gosh, <laughs> should I hit the start over button, the reset button? Hey, thank you. I, <laughs> you're a great community. You're so kind with your emails and the things that you send me. I so appreciate you. And I so appreciate that you are like uh, individual thinkers out there. And there's not always 100% agreement with me, which makes me feel good. Because if you agreed with me all the time, you know, I've said it before. <laughs> there's probably something wrong with you. So I just... <sighs> Ah, thank you for being who you are. I so appreciate you. You're a great community. And yeah, I love to hear from you at 406BigT at gmail.com. It's always great. Super easy email to remember. So why not shoot me some? This is just, hey, thanks thanks for the show. Or hey, please stop. <laughs> Whatever you need to. And those of you that support me on uh, the sanguinefaith.com through the donate buttons. Hey, uh, always using the money to upgrade equipment. And uh, yeah. I I so appreciate it. It's really good. It's never a requirement. Those of you that support me out there, you're so generous and I so appreciate you. So thank you. And uh, yeah, if you want to help get the podcast out there, because our audience is growing, it's really awesome to see new listeners. So thank you for sharing. And if you rate me on Apple Podcasts, it's a great way to uh, get some more visibility for my podcast and uh, sharing links to my podcast and to my website also really helps. So, uh, hey, Thank you a whole bunch. So what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about, number one, how much I appreciate this local Friday night group. Uh, Those of you that come on Friday nights, I so appreciate you. And uh, you're so great. You're such a great community. And those of you that listen, if you're ever in the neighborhood, hey, just shoot me an email. I would love for you to drop by and give you the info you need to hook up here and uh, would, would love that. Number two. We are going to talk about, oh, one of my favorite subjects is food. And you're just like, oh, great, Tom. I just overate brunch or I just had too much dinner or freaking I'm so hungry. How dare you talk about, man, food covers the whole 
gamut. But we're going to talk about food from a perspective that I don't know that I've heard any believer of Jesus really talk about too much in depth. And it's a perspective that I have been long to come to, one I've thought about for quite a while, but I've not necessarily come into full agreement of this. But I believe that I am. And it hasn't come about fully in practice, but I've been thinking, and this is definitely those of you that are on the fence and, and you're not necessarily tied into this faith thing yet. I just encourage you to listen but those of you that are, and you're a you're a believer in Jesus, you've accepted the work he's done, so you're in, you are, and I'm going to hit this again because I've been feeling the burn of this and needing to say this, you are righteous when you have Jesus. Nothing else matters. And just to review a little bit, that sin does have its consequences, and sin is toxic, and it does kill death. But when you have Jesus, you are righteous. Now, there are things that sin does and things can hinder, but in God's standing, you are righteous. And so we need to leave the sin behind because it does hinder us and it does create toxic and death in our lives. And that's not good, but you're not disqualified. And so as we struggle with sin, and that is a struggle, that's important to keep in mind. And uh, yeah, we don't want to continue to sin. Yeah, you're like, blah, blah, Tom, when we heard that. No, this is really good stuff. And I just want you to know that. And, you know, a gal had told me this once and it, it meant so much. She's like, you know, we are saints who sin occasionally. We're not sinners saved by grace. We're saints who sin occasionally because we have Jesus and we've been transformed. So if you have Jesus and you are a believer in the Bible, you believe the scripture that talks about, and you can find this by doing a a search on DuckDuckGo. Stop using Google because they surveil you like Big Brother. Use DuckDuckGo or Swiss Cow. We don't need to support that evil surveillance state any longer. There are search engines that work just as good that aren't doing that out there. But we were formed and knit in our mother's womb by God that God formed us. And so every aspect of us and our needs and stuff were crafted by his hands. Such an important point to understand. And so in the garden, when we look at the creation of the first man and then woman, that God, you know, crafted them, breathed his life into them, and that they were brought into an environment that they fit into perfectly. And so the environment that they came into, and so the things that grew in the garden and the beasts of the garden were things that brought nourishment and were designed specifically for the human race. Now, sin came in, and and sin always has its consequences, like we've talked about, and there was a fall, and there was a departing from this perfect place, but God, you know, created the whole earth that they were in, and that there were people outside the garden, and man, there's a whole conversation that we can have about this, but that as we are created beings, and that we live in a created world that we were designed to function and live in, that those foods and those things in this created world, and especially, you know, the things that grew there were specifically designed to feed and nourish us and bring us health, life, and sustenance. And so where I'm going with this is that God's original plan and his original design for our bodies was perfect. And uh, dang it, 
you're just like, what, Tom? Well, I'm videoing this episode, and I thought I could squeak one more out, and my camera just went beep and joop. So, oh, well, if uh, this ever gets on YouTube, you will get to watch a portion of the video, which is kind of a bummer, but oh, well, Tom's going to get over this. So where am I going with this? Well, you know, as populations increased and civilizations and technology increased, the food became more mechanized because needing to feed more people. And in the early years, you know, we saw some diseases such as leprosy and, and different diseases like that, but we didn't see diseases like we have today. Most of the diseases were related to cleanliness and not necessarily these inter- internal diseases like one I deal with, Hashimoto's, that, you know, one of the main causes of Hashimoto's is exposed to toxins. Well, I have, I've been a painter, but I've also consumed a lot of toxins in my body. So where am I going with this, Tom? You're you're just like, stop beating around the bush. We'll just say what you're going to say. Okay, I'm going to say as technology has increased, I feel and I believe that as our food has been modified and it has been stripped from its original intent, that has introduced disease and death into our bodies. And I believe that the enemy of our soul has played a huge role. And so I'm just going to go out on some limbs here. But as believers, there needs to be some conviction and some thought. And I'm asking you to think about this yourselves. But, well, I'll just say it here, that eating things outside of God's original intent, is that a sin? Okay. A sin is missing the ideal, right? the bullseye. And so God's ideal was food that was grown without pesticides, food that was grown organically, food that was used, the natural resources that God put on this earth to be grown. And that is the food that we were designed for. That was the food that we were brought into. And so when foods become genetically modified, so their basic structure has been modified. Was that God's intent? Okay. Remember, all sin is, is missing the ideal. And so, okay, I love these. I'm going to bring these up and maybe you love them too. I love Cheetos. Is eating Cheetos a sin? Okay. This is a different kind of thinking and maybe you don't like this, but as believers, God intended for us to have the best life possible. Okay. He wanted us to have life and life to the full. And so even in our consumption of food, Is there death that comes in because we sin? We miss the ideal. Okay, there are foods that we're supposed to eat and are outlined. I mean, we're not even talking, let's just leave, you know, the Old Testament guidelines for the Jewish people alone. And because that's a whole nother issue we can go to. And I think there's a good argument with that, but that was specifically for the Jewish people. And I don't know that it's bad that you adopt that, but I don't think there can be an argument made that, that that is for everyone. But we're talking about the foods and the intent, that the way that God created us and created us to interact with the world around us. And that was to eat foods that were naturally grown without the toxins and chemicals. And so as we consume, even think about this, the way that animals were raised, they were designed to be pasture raised, they eat on their own, not fed genetically modified corn at the last stages of their life and to be eaten. And so as we eat meat and that red meat has got this like bad imagery and is related to heart disease, if it had been pasture raised and it had that good fat that wasn't fortified with corn and genetically modified organisms and that these animals receive vaccines, so other toxins 
because vaccines contain excipients. Those are things that stimulate the immune system, okay? Because otherwise vaccines wouldn't work. So they have to have things like aluminum and mercury to stimulate your immune system to pay attention to build antibodies to that, okay? Quick, quick uh, 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 explanation of how vaccines work. We can go more in depth. But then you have like mercury and aluminum introduced into them that you are now consuming. And so as we consume this stuff, we become, because we were designed to eat out of God's original creation and intent, we become ourselves and genetically modified organism, okay? And so what is introduced into our bodies is something that was never designed to be there. And so are we surprised as believers with diseases such as cancer and the rampant like spread of autoimmune disease, which I am also dealing with? So it has taken decades for me to actually come to grips and begin to admit this and that eating certain types of food, yes, are sin. Not only is it sin to eat certain types of food, it is sin to even eat certain types of quantities of food, of good food. A whole different way of thinking about this. But Jesus' desire, the Holy Spirit's desire, the Father's desire for us is that we would have life and life to the full. And who is the one that wants to strip our life, see us in pain, and torture the enemy? And so as we eat these foods and disease enters our body and we are tortured and we are in pain and we experience disease, we experience loss of income, we experience loss of time because of our choices. And like when COVID-19 came around, we experience the disaster of having comorbidities. That means having other factors involved that cause that have created disease in us. So this disease comes around and 96% of all of the deaths were people that had at least two comorbidities. So if believers had eaten according to the way God designed us, not in a sinful way, I know this whole conversation and the vocab of this is uncomfortable and it's a little hurtful because we like the foods that we like. And many of them are genetically modified and it is freaking expensive to eat organic and pasture-raised food. But how important is life and life to the full? Maybe that's the question. We don't deal with whether this is sin or not. How important is life and life to the full? Now, let's let's go another stretch. So we have the COVID-19 vaccines, which for a fact, we know that they send genetic instructions into the ribosome to produce this spike protein. And we don't necessarily know if there's an off switch. Your body can produce a spike protein for its whole life. So we are messing and accepting as believers genetic information that only God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit should be giving. Am I ouching you and pissing you off? Maybe. So do you think about this and tell me how I am wrong? Can When people eat and when we look at cultures that eat off of the land and eat the way or closer to the way that God designed us, they have incredible health, they have incredible longevity, and they have incredibly incredible quality of life till the very end. Okay, is that something we want to forfeit? I don't want to forfeit that any longer. And so can I just drop one day and just start doing this? No, but I can begin to take 
incremental steps to go that direction. And that's where I'm going. I have started by reducing the intake and I have started in certain categories like I'm just going to buy organic meat and I'm going to eat less. I'm going to buy pasture-raised meat. Do I still eat friends' house that serve the other food? Yes. You know, this change is slow and I'm going to encourage my community to make this change too. But again, I just can't get past that scripture that Jesus says, I have come that you may have life and have life to the full. And I have ignored it in this aspect of food because I didn't like the implications of this. Okay. The truth is the truth, no matter how you feel about it. Ouch. That's what I say. Ouch. So maybe a different take on food than you've heard before. I encourage you, no matter how you feel, and whether you agree with me or not, pursue the truth. Look at the truth. Pursue life and life to the full and make your decisions on life and life to the full. Would you rather eat Cheetos and genetically modified things? Okay, am I saying they lead to disease? Yeah, probably. Not 100%, but... Everything has an impact and a hit. So everything that isn't in God's design has an impact and a hit. And if you're one of those few people that sniff nail polish remover for fun, that has a hit too, and you should probably stop doing that. Anyway, Tom's getting a little extreme. He's already off the rails. And so, hey, those of you out there, I'm sorry if I P-I-S-S you off, Um, but hey, We want life and we want life to the full and we're never afraid of truth. So I'm not saying that I'm the espouser of 100% truth, but maybe something to think about today. And so, hey, I love you and appreciate you. Thank you for being those points of light. Thank you for doing the hard things, listening to the hard things, making the hard decisions. Have a fan-dang-tastic week. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.